Hey y'all, welcome back to Learning with Lauren. This is my third episode of the podcast. It is currently December 26th, the day after Christmas. I did not record any other episode this week, so I'm just going to publish this one today. So this is my live free thoughts of today. I think I want to talk about procrastination and how that has affected my work ethic and learning and how to overcome it. So actually, before I get into the topic of this week on learning with Lauren, I want to just go over the holidays and what I'm gracious for and just how everything's going. Just like a little weekly update. So I just got back home from, well, I got back home to my apartment from being home with my parents and my family, and I'm just so gracious that I was able to be with them and to enjoy the holidays and be healthy. I know COVID, the Omicron variant, is just running rampant everywhere, so I'm really, really thankful that I was able to celebrate with my family and be healthy. I was testing myself almost every day leading up with the antigen test just to make sure that, you know, everyone's going to stay protected, especially since I work in a healthcare environment. So every test came back negative. I still kept my mask on. So please, please, please be careful if I guess it's too late. It's December 26th. But if you're still with your family or any plans that you have for New Year's, just maybe wear a mask around people when you're in a larger group setting, slow the spread of coronavirus and let's beat this thing. We're now heading into the third year of the pandemic, but I feel like it's really important to try and stay positive about some things. So actually, you know what? Today's episode, I changed my mind. We're not going to talk about procrastination today. I'm sorry. (laughs) Today's episode, I want to talk about gratitude and how that has affected me in this two-year time span of both the pandemic, but also changing my career. I changed my career in November of 2019, and I started school to become a medical assistant to kind of launch my new career in healthcare in January of 2020. So all of this kind of happened around the same time as the pandemic, and I'm sure that there's so many other people who can relate as well. So Actually, I want to talk about that and I guess how I've been able to get myself through some bouts of stress and depression and anxiety about what I'm doing with my life and how that's benefiting me now. So let's get into it. Also, I'm so sorry if you were listening to this and you're like, damn, I want to talk about procrastination. I think what I'll do is I'll just release a second episode this week which will be exciting, a double episode week of Learning with Lauren. So I'll post that in maybe in the middle of the week. So don't worry about that. I'm also still working on my procrastination, but I'm already starting to fight my will to procrastinate. So I'll talk about that later. So anyways, like I said, I went through a lot during this time period and again I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that there's people that have lost close ones from COVID and have experienced COVID themselves you know this whole political 
outbursts that have been occurring in the past few years as well. There's been so much going on and it's so funny saying this now because two years ago I would not be delivering this message that I'm going to today because I was so negative all the time. I'm still trying not to be as negative. Well, negative Nancy. Um, It's super easy to not think positively when things in your life are not going too well. Um, But what I've realized is that when you're able to focus on elements of gratitude each day, just the smallest things, it really, really does help. Um, Sorry, I'm saying I'm a lot, but I'm just kind of thinking out loud here about what I want to say on how I kind of got started off with living a gracious life. So two years ago, I moved back home to California from a job that I had in New Hampshire. Absolutely loved living in New Hampshire, but the job just wasn't for me at this time. And I was going through a lot with my physical health as well, which then in turn kind of affected my mental health. I was already anxious then but I had been doing better for a while but having some medical emergencies back in New Hampshire really just scared me and put me into this place of not a great turnaround in terms of my mental health so I moved back home in November of 2019 in California I moved back in with my parents so I had been living away from my parents through all of college and then these six months while I was in New Hampshire. So it was a big adjustment to move back home. I'm sure other people in their mid-20s who have experienced that type of change back and forth is a lot. I was unemployed. I was scared about changing my career. And honestly, my outlook on life just wasn't too bright. It was pretty gloomy. So things at home weren't going very well. Um, I won't get into all that, but I just was in a very dark place with my anxiety and um, was feeling just sad about quitting a job that was such a great job for a postgraduate position, especially with my degree in political science. And I feel like I was letting my insecurities get to me because I was like, wow, I'm a failure. I only worked in this job for a couple months and I quit, even though deep down inside, I knew it was not for me. And I knew that I had a different purpose in life and that purpose was medicine. But I felt wild quitting a secure job making money, moving back home, and just kind of starting all over again, and then also starting a job in which I don't have a degree in. So it just felt like a lot, a lot of people, well, not a lot of people, but it was hard to convince my family and some of my friends that this was the right career change for me because it just kind of seemed ridiculous to them, which I understand. I mean, it's a whole different career and now this means more school for years so I was still motivated that was that did not change my motivation did not go away at first I was thinking about being a PA because I didn't want to be in school super long to be a doctor even though that was I guess my number one interest was becoming a doctor and being able to practice community health and being involved in public health as a public health official in the future so really 
I should have been focused on the pre-med track from the beginning, but it's okay. You got to learn your lessons. Um, I got a new therapist a couple months after moving home, but I wasn't in therapy for like a four month time period when I first moved home, which was not great. And I quickly, once I was in therapy, was realizing that I just wasn't living a life that I was thrilled about. I was back in school starting from the beginning. Um, The pandemic happened in March, as we all know, which completely altered my trajectory because I wanted to be, you know, an MA school for six months, six months, and then go get a job as a medical assistant, make money, and go to school half-time. So work full-time, make money, save money for PA school at first, get my hours as a medical assistant, and then do school half-time as like a DIY post-bac program at community college. So I have already taken like six classes, Um, not all science, but just kind of like retaking my calculus class, retaking statistics so I can get some higher grades there. Uh, I took anatomy, things like that. Um, And I was super, super stressed because I put myself on this really strict timeline. And then the pandemic kind of changed the trajectory because I couldn't get a job. No one wanted to hire new healthcare workers because we're in this pandemic we don't know how long we're going to be in it and why expose students because I needed to get um, my externship hours completed but they didn't want to hire students and expose them when they're working for free right which all made sense and it was just so upsetting but I had to remind myself like you know God has a path for me and I need to trust it and I need to be patient uh, and I was luckily with my therapist when the pandemic started and she told me about journaling and how she thought it might be beneficial and mind you I had tried journaling before but I felt like it was such a pressure like to write a whole journal entry seems so much pressure to me but I started doing it um and then I got in the habit of every night writing down good things that happened during the day because we were focusing on the importance of writing down the good things that happened and having this record of things that went well. So not focusing on the things that went poorly when usually that's what I'm verbalizing. Like, oh my gosh, I was nauseous all day today. I was super anxious. I felt like I was going to pass out, blah, 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 blah. But focusing on the good things every day. So now I have these journals of just every single day during the pandemic well, I eventually stopped doing it, which is what I'm going to get to next. But every single day for months on what I was gracious for, and it's so beautiful to look back on, like from the smallest things to larger things to show that there is still good happening. I feel like in this time where there's a lot of bad things occurring, it's easy to not highlight the good things that still occur in our everyday lives. Um, so I started doing this again recently. That's what I'm getting to because I'm starting to feel very anxious again and feeling run down. I've had some not so happy moments as of recent. I've been feeling lonely and things like that. And I just want to focus on how to recenter yourself in this place of gratitude. So I want to read what I wrote that I'm gracious for on Christmas Eve. So that's what I started, started doing it. So I 
put this just to show you like how easy that it can be put continuing to test negative for covid home with my dog and family for the holidays listening to the rain last night refraining from catastrophic thinking and watching a house and then yesterday on christmas day i was gracious for seeing my grandparents seeing my extended family being able to be with them I was gracious for all my friends that texted me Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays and being able to share that with them. And then also I was gracious for, I guess you can can put literally anything. I was gracious for the ability to get dressed and have a cute outfit, um, have a nice meal on the table. And today I'm just thinking about a lot. I don't know why. You know, some days you just wake up and you're a little more emotional. I was not feeling well today at all. Last night I got super dizzy and I was super scared about my health again. And this morning I came back. I went and got a PCR test. The place that I went to, I was only in line for 10 minutes. And so I'm super gracious for that. I mean, that's unheard of right now. There's testing lines everywhere for like hours. I got a good coffee down in Santa Monica. i feeling more comfortable being by myself. My parents dropped me off today back in my apartment. And at that time, I was not feeling well still. I felt like I was going to pass out. And I think it's just anxiety building in my body. And so reminding myself of that and having these records that I was okay. So like tonight, I'm probably going to write, you know, felt anxious, felt panicky, felt like I was going to pass out. But... I didn't, so far, knock on wood, I didn't, and I'm okay, and I'm really gracious for the body that I have that is working, and all of that, and I went to the pharmacy today, and you know, and I'm not saying this as any sort of means of, like, bragging, because I I don't agree with that type of thing, but I'm saying this story just because... I talked in my last episode about intuition and like also just spreading positivity and having a positive environment. So I went to the CVS today near my house and there's a homeless guy outside. I I didn't read his sign. I didn't really pay a lot of attention when I was first going in. But the one thing I did notice was this little girl gave him some money and she, you could tell that she was excited to give it to him. And it was just one of those moments where, like, I'm walking past them. And he was really gracious that she would give him some. And she was excited to do so. And it was just really beautiful. And I remember even thinking in my head, like, wow, you know, I, I wish I was like that. I mean, I go to CVS and every single time I'm there, I always round up for feeding the hungry And I tell myself, like, oh, I'm glad I'm doing something like that because it's helping Granted, I am very passionate about food insecurity, but that's a whole other discussion for another day. And on my way out, I was like, oh gosh, like I'm going to look so bad. I'm just going to walk past him and not say anything. Because I feel like this is something that, at least in my area in LA, a lot of people don't want to interact with homeless people. And actually, it's probably everywhere, but there's just a lot of homeless people in LA, and it's something that I've noticed And it's sad because I'm sitting here in my beautiful apartment 
with a level of privilege and I feel like I can't share something of my own with someone who doesn't have all of that. And it really, I don't know what stuck out. So I actually walked past him, head down on my phone, and I was headed to my car. And then I remembered that I had this cash in my pocket. And I just had this, something telling me in my mind, like, turn around, give that man all the money you have in your pocket. Which sounds ridiculous. I'm sure it sounds so ridiculous, but I could not fight the urge. And I was like, I, I'm listening to my intuition and it's telling me to do so. And I walk back to him and I give him this money. And it wasn't a lot, but it was a lot more than I think. You know, it wasn't a dollar. It wasn't five dollars. It was more than that. And I just gave it to him. And the look that he gave me was just in shock and I would not trade that for the world and I feel you know now that I'm saying this I feel like this sounds like oh savior complex type thing and I don't mean it that way I'm just trying to share how we can be in a place of gratitude in our own lives and also how we can extend that to other people who are in a bad place when I was in a bad place whether different definitions of bad place for every single person out there but when I was in a bad place I wish there were more people extending their hands towards me because that's what I wanted I was screaming for attention on my close friends on social media I had a Vinced at that time I was screaming for help and while people were reading it as you know just seeking attention I really just needed help I needed people to be there for me and that's what a bad place was for me but for other people, it could be just any sort of money. And I remember thinking this morning, too, when I was going back to my car, like, you know, I I hope that he does not use this for something bad. And I was upset at myself for even thinking that because, like, who am I to know what place that he is in? And especially as someone who is recently sober, I feel like there's these stories that of everyone just being addicts, like all these homeless people being addicts. He was a young man. I have no idea why he is homeless today. Maybe it's just today for all I know, but that's none of my business. And I think that paying it forward is just very important. I think we can share positivity with others in any way. It does not have to be financially. You just have to be there and show up. You're going to have to forgive me because (laughs) you can ask any of my friends, but I kind of talk in circles and don't finish my sentences entirely. So actually, I think this podcast is going to be good for me because I can work on that, listen to myself and cringe at the fact that I'm not finishing my sentences. So I just listened to my last segment and I can't even edit it to help the breaks and the random notes in the middle of a sentence and then switching to something else because I just can't fix it (laughs) it's just me talking over and over and maybe this is just my insecurity but I just wanted to interject with that statement and then finish up what I was saying so today I had interacted with this homeless person and it just really reminded me of why it's important to be doing these gratitude reflections every day. 
I started it again on Christmas Eve, wrote it down yesterday as well, and I want to continue doing this, and I really recommend that others do it as well, because it helped me so much in getting out of this place of depression in the past two years. So I want to go back and reflect on the past two years in my own life in terms of the pandemic and everything that's going on in the state of our country and world. And I had touched on my career change already, so now I want to transition to more of the personal events. I think I mentioned in my last episode, well, I know that I mentioned, that I lost a close friend of mine to suicide last year in 2020, and I beat myself up for it every single day. Um, and I know that that's not fair to do, but I think it's just kind of a, a natural response that people have in that type of event. And it was just such a wake-up call of what it means to be happy in life especially in a time where a lot of people were home alone. A lot of people couldn't go to work, were unemployed, were let go of their jobs. And maybe they were having tough times in their relationships, all different things, not being able to connect with their social life. And for others, it looked different. You know, it just depended on what your own story was. But I really had an entire change in the way I looked at my life after that happened. Um, And I am so, so... I don't even know. I'm so thankful for the life that I've been given and the path and trajectory that I'm on. And I'm feeling so much better this year in terms of my own mental health but I think about him every single day I have dreams about him and I'm so thankful for that a lot of my gratitude journals last year were being super thankful that he came and visited me in my dreams and gave me that ounce of happiness that I needed to be awake in the morning and I just want to share some of the things I started doing last year going through such a hard time that just kind of helped me be able to get through the day and be on my feet. So one of those things are the gratitude journals I'm talking about. Therapy, as always. If you've listened to all my episodes, you know that I'm a big uh, advertiser for therapy. Um, Another one of those things is just making time to connect with your friends and being honest with your friends on where you're at. You know, people ask, how are you doing? And most people say good, but be honest with them. If you're not doing well, then just be honest. I remember I noticed a big shift in my friendships last year during the pandemic and also during this time of mourning in that some people never asked how I was. And... It was just such a big deal to me because it showed that, you know, maybe it's time to have a switch in my friendships. There was a time where it was very recent after this loss in my life and 
I did not feel safe or comfortable enough to share it with some of the people that I saw as some of my close friends because I felt like we needed to talk about, I don't know, anything that they were texting me and I didn't want to interrupt their life and make them feel bad. Which is so stupid because if they're a good friend, they're going to care and want to be there for you. But I think having this sort of reflection on your relationships and what people are serving you and what they're not serving you is very important to do in the landscape of finding a more positive environment for yourself and being in a place of mindfulness and gratitude. Um, And now I'm surrounded by people that I feel so comfortable with and so safe with that I wouldn't trade it for the world and who really have helped me become the person that I am today in the past year. And I hope that I've been able to help them as well, but I definitely am still working on how to be there and be present for my friends also. Um, I think another big thing and finding this place of gratitude is trying not to be negative. (laughs) Like I said, trying not to be a negative Nancy And I catch myself doing it a lot. And that's why I'm really trying to revamp this lifestyle this past week. Because let's just say, um, you know, you get a gift. I feel like Christmas is a good example. You get a gift. Maybe you don't like it that much. Maybe it doesn't speak to you that much. But you don't have to say that. Just say thank you and move on and maybe you can re-gift it to someone else or or just really think about why the person got that for you and the thought that went behind it rather than you know saying out loud like oh I don't like this and it sounds so rude like saying that out loud but it's it's a thing you know people aren't too happy with the gifts of the guy I mean I've definitely been like that in the past when I tell my parents like why would you get me this like this wasn't on my list but it's like you know what they saw something about it that they liked, and that's all that matters. The happiness you get in your life does not come from material things. It comes from the people and the people that surround you and how you view your life. Um, I feel like a good example of this is my dad for Christmas got me this sparkly light up unicorn it's kind of like a snow globe the sparkles have like a fan it's battery operated so there's like a fan that blows these sparkles and it's a unicorn and I open it and I'm thinking to myself in my head like what in the world just like why (laughs) you know it's just so random but I actually really like it it's very pretty and it's nice to know that he was thinking about me while he was on this this road trip where he found it Um, and that speaks a lot to how other people view me and it really changed the way I was thinking yesterday during Christmas and I'm so gracious that somebody just thought about me and thought about giving me something rather than being cold and negative during the holidays. Yes, was I very anxious yesterday? Was I happy with uh, different family dynamics that were going on, no, and I might have been complaining about that, which is still something I'm working on, but there were still elements that I can be gracious for, and guess what? Wrote them down in my journal, and then I can reflect on it later. Um, 
So those are really all the tips that I had on how to live your life this way. I, again, just kind of recorded today in free thought. I didn't have an outline today. Um, like my, my last episode, I had an outline that I was kind of going off of. So I think I was a little more focused. So I hope you all enjoyed this episode today and got something from it. Please comment on my Instagram post if you like these free thought episodes or if you'd rather have something that's more structured. I promise my next episode I'm going to talk about um, a concept of learning or, well, I'm going to talk about procrastination in my next episode, but something more like that that's more concrete rather than just me philosophically talking about life. But I hope you all like these episodes as well. I definitely want to include them. But anyways, I guess I'll catch you all midweek this week with a second episode, double episode week. And I hope you're all getting excited for New Year's. Just remember, stay safe and enjoy your week off. If you have the week off for any other healthcare workers, keep grinding and Just know that you're making a difference in people's lives, even though you're working through the holidays. I know it can be tough and for any other essential workers who are experiencing the same. But as I said in this episode, let's be gracious and just think of the positive things that happen every day in life. You don't have to think about on a grand scale. Just think every single day, each hour, what can I be gracious for? And with that, I'm going to close out the episode. Thank you for listening to Learning with Lauren today, and I'll catch you next time. Bye. Thanks again for listening to the Learning with Lauren podcast. So happy you joined us this week. Please hit the subscribe button if you want to hear more from me. Hit the notification bell if you want to be notified when my new episodes come out. And follow me on Instagram at Learning with Lauren Podcast for more updates. And that way you know which episode is coming up and when it's going to be released. So happy you came and joined today again. Enjoy the rest of your day.